It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The Seminole Headlines 93.3 Real Talk Radio Warchant TV is with you again. Returns glorious and victorious. There's Ira, there's Corey, I'm Jeff. Yay sausage! Mm. Big time yay sausage as we uh, celebrate with everybody. It's good to be back. Good to be back in the studio after a lopsided affair, guys. Bit of a lopsided affair. Register sausage, uh, a yay sausage group. Maybe the biggest win in register sausage uh, history, I would say. I think so. It's got to be. It is. I think so. I don't even know what's second. Maybe the Miami game from a couple years ago, but I mean that's a, that's an all time. I mean, last year's forty five to three ass stomping over yeah. Miami. Yeah, but that was obvious early. It was a big win for the program to it's, beat Miami two years ago and to beat for it registers. Was, it, was. it was. But I celebrate the forty five to three. And we got to give props to Ben and the guys for uh, the promo code. Oh, you pulled it up. There the you go. Celebratory promo code after the big win. Oh yeah, what was it? There's a lot of layers to this. Okay. So the uh, promo code, if you go. Right now, to registermeets.com, the website, the promo code is BK Have It Your Way. Okay. BK Have It Your Way. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. From Brian, Brian Kelly. Kelly, but I'm yes. playing the Burger King mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's BK Have It Your Way mm-hmm. and uh, get you 25% off a little Andouille. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Andouille. Which is I a, see. It's it's another layer. You know what he's doing there? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Some people call it Andouille. But we call it Andouille, uh-huh. and uh, you can get 25% off of that at registermeets.com. Also, guys, good mm. news. I hinted at this a couple weeks ago. I got a little more information. Uh, they had a really promising meeting with Publix over in Jacksonville. Apparently, going to be in the uh, warehouse over in Jacksonville. Going to be in all the Publixes in Jacksonville. I think it's been a little scattershot in the past. Now it's going to be in all the Publixes over there. Plus, hearing it's also in Costco now in Tallahassee, and it might be coming yeah. to uh, expanded areas as well. So the you know the registers is just taken over. You know, really on a on a parallel, they're also climbing, rising yeah. with climbing, uh, Florida State starring. football. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Good use of scatter shot. <laughs> it's kind of scary. Yeah, you don't get that a lot, especially with, yeah. especially with Jacksonville. I, I, I like it. That's really right. well done. I just want yeah. to give you a compliment on that one. You see, he came in rock locked and loaded, ready to roll. <laughs> no. All right, so the ass kicking that was. We've all had our chance certainly to speak on it and write about it and talk about it, but. Now we get to do it together as headliners. Join us, mm. celebrate this moment. You got to let that one wash over you for a few days because it is just Southern Miss coming up. And we did get a nightcap with Clemson last night losing to Duke in uh, grandiose fashion, I might add. But I think the more disturbing element for Clemson is sort of the suspicions we've had for two years that the guys maybe be tuning him out a little bit. Perhaps there's some noise in the system that things aren't well there appeared obvious to all who watched that game last night. Not because of the disjointed nature of the offense and the turnovers and the fact that you got thumped by Duke, a team Florida State's never lost to. Uh, Knock on wood. But rather, again, like sort of just the moments where their players clearly don't really want to hear from the man. You think – it's funny, the emotions from – just judging by Twitter and texts from friends – you know, the emotions went from early in that game, like, oh, man, Clemson's gettable. Like, this is going to be a fun trip. To, and it's like, oh, no, 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 Duke, you don't need to beat them. Yeah. Let us beat them. No, I was, yeah. I was all right with beating them. Oh, you were cool yeah, with I was Duke cool. Yeah, go ahead and right. just beat their ass. Let it just be an absolute tire fire this year. Let Here's them go ahead and lose nine games. Here's what I don't like, and I can foresee it happening. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not predicting it because Florida oh, State. Oh, I know where this is going already, this ass. We just win 45-24. No, no. no, no, no. Here it comes. Listen, it gives Dabo a us-against-the-world mentality. Sure. Florida State's going to be favored in that 
game. And if Clemson pulls off the upset, we have to hear Sanctimonious Dabo say, I thought we were done. Mm -hmm. I thought Florida State had come and gotten us. They wouldn't have had that avenue if they had won yesterday. Everybody, literally, there's already a column about that the dynasty's over, Clemson's run is over. Now, we, we probably agree probably with that. Could it, be, it, yeah. it was very there's, concerning there's what you saw signs. last night. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. let's let's let them lose more than once before we. Well, they've lost three of their last four games. Hey, that was that, hey. Yeah. Each team has a one year shelf life. <laughs> that was last year's team. They're this doing a lot of losing lately. They Corey. are. There are indicators. Are. But not Florida just State last needs night. to go ahead and beat Clemson. To and then and then puff your chest out. You probably wouldn't even put see them in Charlotte if you beat them. They they're not. They might not get to Charlotte. I wouldn't. Not with know, the way Florida in the way Florida State played on Sunday night, man. It, it should not be a game, but it will be a game because Clemson it's still has good yeah, players. It'll be yeah, and they'll be fighting for their life. Obviously, they've got no margin for error now. But one thing I would say is that if Florida State plays its best game with these weapons, yeah, uh, I don't think Clemson's going to win that game. I don't and think so, anybody on the schedule is going to win that game. Correct. And I would say this about that: if that happens, I wouldn't even celebrate. Jog off the field. Beat that ass. It's like over. that you LSU know, DB yeah. that gave up the touchdown Ooh. to Keon and just hopped up and jogged back to the sideline. <laughs> right. He just like wiped off his hands. Hey, like, right. I it tried. Happens. <laughs> it happens. It's football. I'm competing. Dude, dude's a pro. What are you going to do? I tried. You're, you're, you're the ones that put me on him. The poor uh, the poor kid at the end that Jaheim Bell mm. ran over spins out of a block just to wear yeah. an ass kicking. Yeah, that's a thing of beauty. We talked to Jaheim Bell today, and he was pretty funny about it. He just said, he's like, look, man. Cause he said people were asking him, hey, man, why'd you do that guy that way? You know, the game's already over. I would have absolutely done and that he, guy that he way. Said, it's he football. Goes, he goes, I'm here so you can feel me. Yeah. You know, he's like, yeah. he's like that's what I, this is what yeah. I do. That wasn't anything. That's you on a Saturday ordinary. night. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. motto on a Saturday night. It was uh, it was pretty funny, and he, well, I mean, but that was the physicality of that game. It was cool listening to Mike Norvell and Alex Atkins talk about that today and how impressed they were by the way Jaheim finished that run, Rodney Hill the way he finished his run. You know, the offensive I think line. Hakeem had a pancake block on the on the Rodney Hill run. Did he on the sideline? Yeah, yeah I mean, just the way they they imposed their will in, in the second half of the game against an LSU team that you know you wouldn't expect that to happen. Yeah, the physicality of the second half to get the run game going, the adjustments Did either one of y'all watch the cinematic recap thing? I the, did. The Seminoles did. Mm -hmm. So at the end, I thought that was very telling when Norvell's in the locker room speaking to the team before they break the rock, and he's like, I told y'all what would happen in the fourth quarter. Like, mm -hmm. not basically yeah. saying LSU quit, but basically saying we LSU quit. You. And yeah. then he's like, and they don't have Coach Storms. They don't have a Coach Storms. Basically saying... Y'all are supposed to do what you do and dominate the fourth quarter and against about, anyone. I got asked about it this morning on a show where they said now Florida State is no longer going to be able to sneak up on anybody. I'm like, well, I'm not so sure they could have snuck up on anybody anyhow. Their preseason ranked in the top yeah. ten. Yeah. They won seven straight games going into that game last night. Everybody saw the performance of Jordan Travis at the end of last year. They know that there are some pieces in place. They all saw Keon Coleman at Michigan State. They knew that – Half the country wanted that kid to come play when he entered his name into the transfer portal. I don't think people so, knew, knew, though, well, about Keon. Like, I'm talking about casual college football fans maybe didn't watch a lot of Michigan fans, State. But I would say that yeah, coaches any, certainly any team knew. You were any playing, team yes. you were playing yeah. knew Keon Coleman yeah. was a dude. So, Like they, when they asked Brian Kelly after the game, did yeah. you had you seen much film of him? It was his first year. He's like, oh, we're, we're well aware of what <laughs> Keon Coleman was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every, that kind of an athlete doesn't go overlooked by coaches mm -hmm. and people right. in the industry. But one thing to say about that is, Okay, I, I get the point that you're making. Now Florida State will be looked right. upon as a team that has championship uh, expectations or aspirations. But the thing that I would say about that is Mike has repeatedly stated that none of the external expectations could be higher than the ones they have internally. And so I think he thought that they would win this game. Yeah. And I think he thought they might win this game kind of in the manner that they did in the second half. Yeah. 
And then I also think he thinks they're going to beat Clemson. I also think he, he thinks this team could go win the national championship. And they're all businesslike about it on the regular. You just see the way they are. There's none of that euphoria, over-the-top, childlike enthusiasm for a win anymore. It's sort of like, okay. I mean, they were happy. Yeah. They, they enjoyed the win. Everybody does. Football's hard. But, I mean... He didn't I, go I, hop on Papuchish's shoulders. He wasn't running off the yeah. field. It's like this is what's supposed to happen. Those are their expectations. Since you guys brought up the cinematic replay, I, I, would it be too much if they started doing like replay? If they did like a cinematic, uh, what do you call it? Cinematic, whatever they recap. call it, recap. If they did it off like Duke's win over Clemson. Could they just do them on just other teams? Like when other teams lose? And Dabo be, having to walk back to the would, locker room, just <laughs> show that for eight minutes. Mm, it's How, slow-mo. That game could not have been worse. Like it was every, that whole weekend was everything that he could not want to have happen. Happen. DJ Uyungale goes and puts five up touchdowns, five touchdowns, yeah. throws for 20 of 25, three, three touchdowns passing, two touchdowns running. Um, his guy, Klubnik, was pretty terrible. Uh, they lose that game after he made the comments about having to walk to the stadium. I mean, it was just like – ever, and then the whole transfer portal thing, he loses to a team that's got a bunch of transfers. I mean, it's just everything that could go wrong went wrong. Well, and it kind of speaks to the other narrative that had really begun to be discussed, which was that he was antiquated, his message was growing stale, it seemed disingenuous. Oh, and he, his comment before the game about yeah. it being his offense, or Clemson's offense, not yeah, Garrett Riley's offense. Well, we run Clemson's yeah. offense, right. So these are all signs, all things when you pay attention to football where you go, oh, this isn't good, this isn't good. You got kids jogging off the field, not acknowledging his handshake, not any of that stuff. We had heard these rumors. We had kind of seen evidence of it at times last year. We talked a little bit about that. Maybe this was beginning to show signs of rust. It, it all came together last night, right? Yeah. They didn't look right in any phase. And it's the night after, uh, you know, their biggest ACC rival. Well, their biggest rival uh, looked like the best team in the country. Uh, and Florida State looked like the best yeah. team in the country. I don't know that they are. Uh, Alabama, Georgia didn't even really have tests. We'll see more about Alabama this weekend. But it, Mike Norvell's coming. Like, Florida State is on its way back, and Dabo knows that. And there is a chance. Now, again, I don't, I'm not predicting a big blowout win in Clemson. But if Florida State goes up there and handles business, well, the whole conference has shifted. And Dabo is the one that kind of looks like the game has passed him by in this new up-and-comer that uh, has NIL and has a whole bunch of really good transfers. Is he going to make Dabo change? But again, that's we're, we're far off from that. But like, is Dabo going to go against what he said? Or well, is he going to get made, out of the They business? already made him change. Uh, I mean, the fact that, that he had to make some changes within his staff that he didn't want to make. Yeah. I mean, all of these things, it shows that at least somebody else was paying attention to the problems. And, you know, he had to at least adhere to something that was suggested to him. I don't know. I find all of it fascinating. I remember us documenting the very same thing happening to Jimbo Fisher when he was losing the program, when he was losing his grip on reality. It took Dabo a lot longer than it you took know, Jimbo. Well, I'm but, saying, but, my, my point is that you go from way up here, and then there are little signs, little signs leading into that Louisville game that they got blown out in Florida State. I, I was talking about some of those signs, and we had those discussions on the air where I was like, man, my fear is this thing is starting to get unraveled, and then the nation saw it. Right. And it always takes the, the national press a little bit longer. I mean, I they have all the telltale signs of problems. Well, one of the things that, uh, to me, an overriding similarity there is, and I think this happens to a lot of coaches other than Nick Saban, is a lot of coaches, I think, forget that it's about the players. You know, And I think Jimbo got to where he just felt like he could take any quarterback. I'll be honest, that's and, what I like about the new guy at Colorado. He, he's he's letting you know it's selfless. It's, it's he, just selfless. Well, no, he no, lets no, it. He's, he's very transparent. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get better players. But no, I mean the point is you you 
you look at Clemson and, and this whole thing with not going into the portal, it's it's thinking that you can do what everybody else isn't doing because you're you and believing it's about you. Yeah. And I think Jimbo felt like it was about him, yep. not the quarterbacks. And it's like, dude, you're better off getting better players. If you get better players, you're going to be a better coach. And I think sometimes coaches, when they've had success, kind of lose that. And we'll see if Kirby can sustain. But I think that's the thing. Nick did Nick, – Nick didn't have to go in the portal like everybody else, but he wasn't afraid to go in the portal. Yeah, he'll go get some guys, and I and I feel like if you shift it back to you know Florida State, you, what what the what happened on Monday night make all of a sudden makes this schedule look like well they're going to be favored in every game, mm-hmm. and they will be. They're going to be favored in every game, and if they play well or pretty good, honestly, in every game, well if they if they're healthy, they're going to be the way they look Sunday night. Wouldn't you say if they play pretty well? to well in every game. They're going to be 12-0. and 0. There's they, nobody on their schedule that can beat Florida State at well. like a B-plus. Yeah, well, Corey, they didn't play great on Sunday night. First half, they, they couldn't played, have really played worse. They played, yeah. uh, in totality, they played pretty well. The second half was dominating. But I'm but saying the first they half, could, yeah. yeah, I mean, they could have been buried by They could have been down by yeah, three easily, touchdowns. Yeah, yep. So, they didn't even play their best game, and they did that to yeah. LSU. That's a terrible sign for everybody facing Florida State, that this team did not play sharp, their quarterback looked flustered for the first time in forever in the first half. You saw yeah. moments where everything, you're like, what's going on here? This doesn't seem right. And then they obviously righted the ship yeah, and, and dominated the game. Six straight possessions. Well, and, the then, and then that part of it is interesting. And I touched on it in my 3 to one column. Like, as you watch that game unfold, especially the second half, it's easy to say, okay, Florida State looks great. And then and maybe also say, LSU doesn't look that good. But what if LSU is good? Like, yeah. I mean, you know, Alex Atkins today talking about their defensive front, which I think we all felt like it was a good defensive front. He's it, like, it is. that's a legit defensive front. It is. Well, you just put 500 yards and almost 50 points on them. Uh, and those weren't cheap drives. I mean, those were long drives where Florida State went the length of the field against that defensive front. And then you think about, okay, well, they've got an All-American wide receiver and they've got a really talented tight end and they've got a quarterback that's as dynamic running as there is. In, I mean, that's an offense that's going to give a lot of teams trouble. So this – this game may be even more impressive, especially considering they didn't play well for the for most of the first two quarters. Uh, as we go down the ride, because I don't think LSU is going to go in the tank. I think they're a decent, you know, good football team. There's a chance that Florida State gets better. I mean, you think yeah. about. Oh, I yeah. mean, Fabo didn't hardly play. I mean, you're going to get that. twenty snaps. Yeah, you played get Malcolm that. Ray played nine more snaps than Fabian Love. Right, so you're going to get a better version of him as he gets into game shape. Now, uh, there's an outside chance Daryl Jackson will get the waiver yeah. at some point if that happens. Oh. Katie Bar- look out now. If he if he gets that waiver, and I don't, I don't want to do this thing, but I mean, it's kind of hard not to think about it. Knowing what Farmer is, seeing a healthy Dennis Briggs play as well as yeah. he did in this game, yeah, by the way, and then knowing that you could add to it. Ooh, when did Katie bar the door? And like, what was she barring the door from? I feel like, like it's a cow kicking over a lantern to start a fire, but I, I could mm-hmm. be completely wrong there. I don't know who Katie is and what door she's barring. It's a good question. <laughs> I'm going to come back and explain this when we're not up against the break in just a second. Just, I have a, have an answer for this. Is, is he, he really? Up? Yeah. Oh, is he, look, is he I'm going to look it up. I'll look it up during the break. Go Katie ahead. bar I, the door. I already know what it is, but I want I want <laughs> want you to go ahead and do it. You're both going to laugh at yourselves. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV continues in a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Major League Base Baseball playoffs nearly uh, about to start, and my bookies has you covered. Of course they do. Wide range of betting options always, including money lines, run lines, totals, and futures. My bookie gives you plenty of ways to bet on your favorite teams and your players. You can also take advantage of the my bookie money bag, which gives you the chance to secure a bet on your favorite team or player at insanely boosted odds. Sign up today at MyBookie. Use the promo code WARCHANT. Secure a first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. It's simple. Deposit 200 Play with 300 instantly. Use the promo code WARCHANT to claim your bonus. If you're a baseball fan wanting to add excitement to the postseason, look no further than MyBookie. Sign up now. Get to experience the thrill of betting baseball like never before. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Florida State up to number two. Is that right, boys? Number, I thought it was number five. Is it two? Oh, man, I no, I number five. It. Okay. Number in the coaches two. poll. Are you, I mean, Somebody in the chat just said we're ranked number two. I looked at it. I, I gave this guy oh, credit. Yeah, 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 yeah. He says it in the chat. But from what, uh, according to Tom Lang, number number five in the coaches poll, and the AP poll is supposed to come out at two o'clock. So we'll, we'll have that for you. I'm not overly worried about where Florida State's ranked. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. But keep on winning. You'll be ranked where you need to be it ranked. It will be pretty cool um, to have to watch that playoff committee stuff again. Like, it's been a long time since – I mean, I'm not saying I liked it. Yeah, it sucks. But the experience last time was it's so It's cool to awful. care about it, yeah. In 2014, it, you just wanted to strangle somebody every week. I haven't watched it since Game Control, so I don't know if they've made <laughs> they, any adjustments I don't th- I don't think to the, the – I don't think Game Control has been mentioned one time no, that was, since that, that season. That was a one and only. Especially made one-off. for that yes. one year. Yes, yeah. That's right. Yeah, I, I don't – I haven't watched it either. When I have, I've been angry. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to do this anymore. This is dumb. But now you might have to again because you'll care. You'll at least care. You'll have a vested interest. Oh, they're clarifying in the chat. They're number two in the ESPN PFI, whatever oh, that is. Whatever the hell that is. So, um, yeah, none of that matters. Keep winning. Yeah. If they, if you go twelve and zero and uh, dominate this group, um, you're going to be right where you need to be. Katie, bar the door. Yeah, there it is. There it is. By the way, no idea what. Where, there's okay. a, there's seventeen there's some, different answers. Yeah, Google it yourselves if you want to know. There's yeah. no uh, there's no um, consensus consensus on where that thing came from. Uh, but I will say for fans, it is fun to see a number two or a three or a four next to your name as a top five program again. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's been a minute. And so seeing that now come to fruition, they're not going to lose the Southern Miss this weekend, guys. 
Oh, okay. You're so, already calling yeah, it. Yeah, I'll go ahead and call my shot. Southern Miss is a bowl team. I like, uh, I like our chances to go ahead and win this game this well, weekend. And the other nice thing is it's not just a ranking that like is just a cheap Florida State ranking. Like in the 2000s, yeah, a lot yeah. of times Florida State would start one, the season. Yeah. And like going back to 2017, they were number three in the country preseason. That was ridiculous. They ended up getting beaten by Alabama, and then the season was over. Uh, 2016, they were in the top five like two or three weeks in, but then they got beat by 100 by Lamar Jackson. So like that team wasn't very good either. Um, I mean, end up having a decent season, but well, I they were like top the, ten team. They yeah. weren't top. They weren't two number or two or three. Yeah. Yeah. But this feels like it could be a top five team. Well, because they've had to do it on their own merits, right. not on what teams of the past did. And right. it's oh, it's Florida State. Let's rank them high. That, that that's not happening right now. It might next year, but right now it's not happening. Well, I think people around the country certainly gave Florida State their just due. Yeah. After this game, I mean, they yeah. could see. I mean, the number one comment you hear from the passive fan or somebody who watched. Uh, perhaps you know from afar is the well man when did Florida State get so many dudes like just looking out on the field they can see that's a pro 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 they haven't been able to say that in a long time yeah. last year they had one guy drafted yeah and the year before they had one guy drafted yeah next year could be ten to twelve yeah and there was nothing fluky about that second half either in no. fact it was LSU had a chance if they had taken care of business in the first half to yes. at least win that game or make it competitive but when it was only three points. And Florida State played like it's capable of playing. LSU didn't belong on the field with Florida State. I was State. afraid with Duke last night that they blew opportunities yes, in that yeah, game. And correct. I thought, oh, man, you're going to fool around and then you lose this game. You keep kicking field goals yeah, inside the 10. LSU had numerous opportunities to make this a much more daunting task for Florida State in the second half. Didn't capitalize and thus paid a dear price. Yeah. I mean, you really, if you think about it. And, you know, it's weird. I know that it's about us. It's about Florida State, if you look at it from from a Garnet and Gold perspective, but it has to be so strange for LSU fans after that game to hear Brian Kelly. I brought this up yesterday, and he's exactly right. I, I thought it was so odd the way that he kind of rolled his players and acted as if he didn't have a sense for who they were. Well, man, you talk about them coming out flat, thinking, mistaking themselves for Georgia, right? Buddy, how does that happen? How does that happen? You're the head coach. It's Seventeen to fourteen. It's not yeah. twenty-eight to nothing. Yeah. You didn't. Yeah. It's 17-14. You know the other team's good. They and just the beat two, you a year ago. And the two drives Florida State had were not fluky drives. Right, right. I so mean, you know were, they're capable. Yeah. Right? So you're watching that. You can see their players. Why are you flat? Why are the players coming out? As, and, and why do you not know it? And you lost to the same team last yeah. year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's bum-fuzzled. He's sitting over there like, I don't know who I, we thought we were. Well, dude, what did you say to them at half? Well, and what did you say at a booster club meeting yeah. three nights before the game? Right. Hey, buddy, that, that might not have been a great idea. And then – you know, just the way he called the game. I just thought he was so cavalier with everything. that he kept kicking off, or he kept returning the kickoffs. And then finally they fair catch it, you know, towards the end. But it's like, dude, you're you're starting every drive at the 12 or 15-yard line because Florida State's kickoff coverage unit is really freaking good. Yeah. And it was just like – and then the going for it and some of the play calls. I mean, I just – I think he thought – they were a much better football team. And I also think he thought Jaden Daniels was a much better quarterback based on what they've seen in practice. But that goes back to, well, maybe your secondary is not very good. Maybe your corners good. aren't very good. Yeah. Um, I would also say, though, the other reason he should not have had that arrogance that we're talking about, at least not after the game kicked off, is that at no point did LSU line up and run the ball conventionally. At all. No. There, they, they had, had 11, zero success. Other than that ridiculous draw they run. allowed, which yeah. was just so ridiculous, they allowed that draw. I was still kind of mad about it because everybody knew it was coming. They right. weren't going to uh, – anyway. But the point would be they but had one long that, run, other and than that's that, it. Those running backs had 11 carries for 14 yards. That's right. 11 for 14 yards in the traditional running game by LSU against Florida State's defensive front. So my point would be if you're getting manhandled in the trenches – 
They had no sacks by that defensive front. Right. You're getting manhandled in the trenches, and you you what what are you thinking as you go to halftime? This is going to be a breeze. Like yeah. I, I, I'm confused. Like you couldn't run the ball unless Jaden Daniels took off. Well, that's a problem for them, by the way, because they do play in the SEC. And there's plenty of good defensive lines. Like, oh, this is going to be a long, long time <laughs> yeah, exactly. problem here. Yeah, and and, and he's going to get that quarterback killed. I mean, he ran. I mean, he ran him a lot. It's the only I mean, thing he could do, though. He was thinking so they could run. But man, you, I mean, that's a long season to be doing that, buddy. Well, now, he did it last I mean, year. I mean, he ran for 850 yards last year and played. They also got a pretty good backup. Well, maybe he wants Nussmeier to start. I was going to say, seriously, be. maybe he does. Who yeah. knows? He's like, I'm going to run this guy until he's dead. But it was <laughs> just like it was pretty obvious. It's what we thought. Jaden Daniels is a pretty good quarterback. I, I, he's a pretty good quarterback. Uh, he's not Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis is a better quarterback. He does every. He doesn't maybe run quite as well as Jaden Daniels, but he does everything else much but, better. But he's so much better about it, avoiding pressure, but still looking downfield yes. to make those throws. And then you know, look, man, Keon Coleman is a stud. Is a he's, he's a star. A, he's, he's a star. He's yeah. Everything Florida State fans could have ever hoped he would be and more. But Jordan also made some great throws. Like those were. I mean, great throws Those two and have a thing, man. There's a lot of trust. Yeah. A lot of trust right there. Well, because if you look on that, the second touchdown. He's wide open on the other side. Uh, Justin just, Hill's like, I'm here, man. I'm, I'm at the right 10 here. and nobody's near me. Yeah. And Jordan Travis still throws the one-on-one jump Keon's ball. Because he knows going to go get it. Because it's Keon Coleman. <laughs> yeah. And why wouldn't you, right? Yeah. I mean, that is probably the most remarkable thing about Coleman's acclamation to this program is that he came here ready to work, hit the ground running, and put all the time in to learn the offense. It, it gets back to being a pro. Like, he strikes me as a pro. Yeah. But the cool thing is also, to what you touched on earlier, is the fact that there's they've got some weapons that didn't even get used in that game, and Destin Hill is one of them. Yeah. I mean, Destin Hill, I guarantee – I mean, I, I would, I'll be surprised if Destin Hill doesn't have four or five 60-yard plays this year. I agree you know, with you. He's going to have some huge plays for this team. And people didn't even get to see him. Yeah, really. they saw him jump to try to make the one yeah. catch early in the game, and it was a nice play by the DB, and he hit hard, and I wondered if he was jarred a little bit there. But this is also something we described, that there are going to be games where some of these weapons just don't get mm-hmm. utilized because it's open for other guys or somebody else is making plays. And, you know, that's just a, you got to be willing to live with that. you got to understand that, you know, the next Saturday you could have seven catches for 162, and then the next week it's Keon's day or it's – you know, Johnny Wilson's day or Jaheim Bell's day. It's just it, there are going to be so many times where you just don't have enough footballs to spread around. Yeah, and also like Vandravius didn't even play. Hakeem played at the very end, knocking a guy on his butt. But you, they're, they're developing guys that you, Vandravius Jacobs has a chance to be a star. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Destin Hill has a chance to be a star. They were non-factors Rodney in the game. Rodney Hill might be, and Rodney Hill was a factor. Um, in fact. I thought he ran better than RB1 for a long, large portion of that game. Now, he came in in the second half when they are a little bit worn down. Got to see Trey play better than that. But uh, overall, like the, that's where you that's where you get excited. It's not just a two-horse show at wide yeah. receiver or in the skill position period. Jaheim is Jaheim. Trey Benson, Toa Feely, just every game, every big game, he's going to make a play. Love the patience the that Toa Feely had, too, yes. by it the wasn't way. Just, yeah, the patience yeah. was really It important. wasn't just the one catch. No. Yeah, I mean, he on made some run, nice The run runs. you're talking about. Mm-hmm. A lot he of ends patience. up getting like six or seven yards on that because he was really patient. But I, I was proud of him for but that. But that's what you, when, it, when you think about one of those 90s teams, what was always cool as a fan watching those teams is, oh, yeah, yeah, Peter Warwick and Ron Dugans are going to go make plays. I want to go see what Anquan does when they get a big lead. Yeah. 
I think Vandravius, oh, Destin, yeah. I think, is more a guy that's going to be playing more with the starters than he did on, on Sunday. But Vandravius and Hakeem are guys you're going to yeah. want to watch when these games get out of hand because they're going to go make plays and they're going to go make opposing DBs look silly. That that wide receiver core, if it can stay healthy, is really unique. And, and also the tight ends Huge catch for Winston, right? Yeah, really big. I mean, oh, one huge. of the biggest catches of the game. Yeah, <laughs> it was, really it was. And how happy was everybody in that moment? Oh. You know, it was so cool to see the players, how yeah. happy they were for him. And I think the fans certainly like, oh, that's cool. I mean, think of the yeah. road back for him. You By know, the so. way, this guy, and I'm going to have to start doing it. Every time Johnny Wilson drops a pass, it was the second time. He's going to text me. I texted him the, specifically. He did in the Florida game. Him, yeah. He did in the Florida game. He didn't text me at all in the Oklahoma game. Yes, he did. What, Early well, in the Oklahoma game. Oh, after he dropped one other one. He had several drops in that game. He, he had, had one 400 drop. yards. He had one huge drop. But it's like I, I'm not going to text you every time he makes a catch. No, no, no. I know. I do it to piss you off. Oh, okay. Well, good. Because it you works. said something last time, so I'm like, I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep doing this. Good old Johnny Wilson. Is That's what all he I type. I type it every yeah. time. Good yeah. old Johnny Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Although, although my man. Catch the ball. He also finished with seven for 100. Seven but that's for 100. what he is. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, no, we that said, is what he is. Well, we said well, he would be better yeah. this year. No, I think he, and I think he will be we'll better see. over the course of the year. But the, but if he look, man, if that wasn't He's part of his game, player. he would be in the NFL today. Yeah. But it is, and got, we want yeah. him to be better for and more sure. consistent, and we for all sure. talked about that. And so, he, so right now he's seven out of nine, which is a pretty good free throw percentage. Yeah. It's not a no, great you catch. Don't, listen, listen. he's such a good player and a plus player that you don't have to make excuses. Catch the ball. No, man. no, I'm saying. Those what, are first downs he's He's 7 out of 9. He's always no, going to be and, 8 out of 9 or 9 out of 11. It's just, it's who he is. But I'm also, but yeah, you don't want to excuse it because I do think that was part of the reason Jordan was a little bit off. Because I don't think Jordan got off until you start having drop passes yeah. and then you start having some pressure and then the running backs aren't hitting the right holes. But you've seen games things, where it can put you in a, yeah, behind it puts the you in a, it, it did. Put you in a spot. Yeah. Like Johnny kept, Johnny drops the first win that's a first down play yeah. but, but it's, they're both it's, first downs but no i'm saying it was first and 10 right. and it was a, it would have been an eight yard it's second and two it changes everything yes and then the next the one is a third and right four here. and it's right there and all of a sudden you're punting again and it's like i but you, that's what I, that's yeah. that's i and just want to clarify leads to a quarterback forcing a throw Correct. and trying to make something happen whereas, which games, is why that game could have gone sideways and yeah. games where it's close like you had that happen against florida you had that happen yeah. so like it didn't have to be that way and my point is he's too good I don't know if he can fix it because if he has, I mean, maybe he will the rest of the year. We got a lot of games to play, and I'm rooting for it to happen. I mean, we're just that much better if he catches the ball. But I mean, that's I'm rooting for that. If he catches it just at an average rate, Logan in the chat brought up the Mike Evans comparison, and I think that's yeah. Mike fair. Evans early on was that he he would make these. He'd oh, have Mike drives me nuts. He'd have five for one twenty two. But, but you he, love him a lot of Sundays. He would drop. I do. And yeah. Mike's a little bit better. No, talent. he is. Yeah, but, but he would drop a, a third and eleven. Or a second and yeah. ten that would have been a twenty-one yard gain. Yes, and all of a yes, sudden, Jameis is throwing a pick on the next play because it's third and long. And uh, yeah, you know, you hope Johnny gets through that. But at the end of the day, if you're going to have two receivers that are they, they, look, oh, they they're just, a matchup nightmare, and they this, can't be yeah. covered. Either Good. one of them can't be covered. Your only hope is that Johnny Wilson drops the ball. I can't As, believe that game's been over for three days and you haven't come up with a nickname for those two. Oh, I mean, for Johnny. You came up with a nickname for Tofili and whoever the other running back Web. was. And the, Web. Uh, yeah. Web. And those guys when they're losing every week. But yeah. you can't come up with a nickname for. What was it? Ladanian Webb, right? Yeah. 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 Um, 
I'll, I'll give me during the break. I haven't even thought about that. Well, I don't want you to spur of the moment this thing. It's no, really it's got to be it's too with, important. It's too important. It's way too important to just come up with yeah. something cavalier. Yeah, I've got to give it some time. Don't give it Twin Towers. Just don't even. Oh, no, no. no. Ira, what in the world? Well, I'm, just, you know, the, I'm just cautioning. Also, it's been used. The Houston Rockets had the Twin yeah. Towers yeah. back in the day. Back, back in the day, Samson and Elijah. Yeah, you can't play that kind of style of basketball anymore with the two seven two guys. We're gonna park unless they're shooting threes. Yeah, well, right. Yeah, unless they're shooting threes. Seminole headlines. 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Got a lot of votes. Portal Powers, Truth and Consequence. The, uh, oh, that's okay. Truth and Consequence is yeah. nice. The, one, uh, the, uh, the Skywalkers from Briley was pretty good. Skywalkers is pretty good. Skywalkers is good. What about the ball catching brothers? No, that's terrible. Okay. Was that from you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Um, by the way, it was uh cool. I mean brothers uh, like brothers as teammates. I don't care how you okay, met it, it right. sucks. It's just silly. <laughs> I know it was, it was a joke anyway, but I don't want people to um by the way, uh we haven't addressed it. We did it last night on the Sunday Smash, and I'm yeah. sure you guys did on your podcast, but uh Man, that was uh, the events over the weekend in Orlando were awesome. We got to meet so many cool people, uh, Florida State fans awesome. that some of them we've met before, but a mm-hmm. lot of them we haven't. And it was a great time, man. It was a, it was, you know, I, I kind of wondered what the vibe would be like because New Orleans was New Orleans was incredible last year because it was just you know it's New Orleans right. it's been twenty so, years people yeah. were fired up. Yeah. So I kind of was curious about Orlando, but the Knolls turned out, man. Like and, and we, you had a feeling at the Saturday event when you didn't see really any LSU people downtown at all. I, that was the first time I realized, well, LSU may not be coming to this game. Because it wasn't necessarily – like our thing was a Florida State-centric thing, and there was another party that was a Florida State-centric but thing. But it was a block party you, for the whole city right. for everybody to come. And it was yeah, it was 35-1 to 1 Florida <laughs> yeah. State to LSU fans, maybe 50-1. to 1. I it, asked Ira this last night on the Smash, why do you think Brian Kelly brought it up more than once? Before the game started – I think he was angry because of last year in the Dome. That he didn't get a home field advantage. I I I think it may he may have just found this out because I don't think they real you know I, I don't know how the I meant to ask somebody like I don't know what the the machinations of of the sales were you know like a lot of times you know in, in a bowl game each school gets the same amount of tickets exactly but if these were sold like through the venue or through the so he, they may not have had an idea how many fans from each school were going to be there because I don't I wasn't hearing people saying oh yeah Florida State's going to have eighty percent. Or, or more of the fans there. So it may have been something like he just found out recently and was right. like, what the hell? Or he why, found out when he walked are... in and looked around, looked up. Yeah, well, He said something in the pregame mic. They had him mic'd yeah. up and he was talking about it. Then he said something in the interview as well before they right before they kicked it yeah, off with I, Holly. I, you know, I think he was surprised. And it, look, I mean, it speaks it to – strange that you'd be that scared about the damn crowd. Well, it may have just been irritated. Like, why yeah. why are our fans not coming Notre to this Dame game? Dame would have been here is probably what he was saying to himself. I should go back to Notre because Dame. Because if you looked at in the way they did it, like, I think it was sold, like, on the web, on the website, it was like, this is the LSU side, this is the Florida right, State side. But right. Knowles just went and bought all the LSU tickets, too. We were like, go to hell. You're not coming. <laughs> there was like, yeah, it was 80-20. I mean, yeah. I, I, I It mean, absolutely was. Yeah, yeah. And I was in the stands. I could hear, I mean, just how loud that was. You barely heard a peep out of LSU. There's a lot of boos when they ran onto the field to LSU, yeah. too. Like, it drowned them out. Like, it was a road game for them, for the most Without part. Without question. And yeah. I, I do think it was because last year it was about as 50-50 yeah. as you could get. And Brian Kelly's like, oh, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it, he doesn't understand that Florida State was starved to go back to New Orleans. It was the biggest 
opener they'd had in a long time. People made a trip out of it. LSU goes there all the time. It's just Florida State fans were really excited about last year's game. But it's the one school in that, in that state, yes. and you would think it's the one Power 5 school in that state, and you would think – you know, you hired Brian Kelly. You just spent a fortune to get Notre Dame's head coach. Yeah. That, it's there a would revenge be an excitement game and everything else. And then going into this year, yeah, they're number five in the country. But I think it speaks to now maybe Florida some State Americans. is number five in the country. That, that's right. That's right. Maybe some Americans and their fan base thinking, uh, you know, we're gonna have other big games and might need to save that money for the playoff. Well, you're not going to the playoff. Well, now they can get maybe a, like a you know indoor plumbing. That was a Jeff Cameron comment. That was even. I don't even think Jeff would have said something like that. Hell of a slight for those poor. (laughs) I mean, you can buy some extra Indoe. That's a better thing to say than indoor plumbing or a book to learn how to read. (laughs) Better roads. (laughs) Yeah, any roads. Speaking of disrespect, I love the fact that the. The Florida State guy, so like Jaheim Bell, he has that hit on that kid, and he was pretty funny. We he talked. Added to, him. That's what I was gonna say. That's, that's so so Jaheim awesome. Bell goes on Instagram and tags the kid that he ran over <laughs> on Instagram. Oh boy, which they, is awesome because but I mean, yeah. I'll never see that kid. Also, it's like Florida State is now just gonna fully embrace. <laughs> it, it took oh yeah one and a half, one season and one game for Florida oh, State to just be like, buddy. come suck it. <laughs> We don't care if you hate us. We're the villain again. We'll be Darth Vader and just go out and do all this stuff. Uh, Bill of the People writes, after that game last night, is it right to think maybe Duke will be a bigger concern than Clemson this year? I don't think it's right to do that after but, one game. But, but you got to pay attention to Duke. Yeah, you yeah. do. You do. I, I said in the preseason, you know, we all know Duke won nine games last year. Elko's yep. a good coach. They play good defense. you got to beat them. you got to beat them. But you should beat them. You should, oh, but they have, a, they, have, they have a good quarterback apparently. Um, yeah. First round mocked by Kuyper. I didn't realize he was that kind of player. Um, and yeah, man, they're going to be that's that's going to be a well coached defense, and they they certainly look better than they've ever looked. Robert writes, not a bad day at the office on Sunday. Rewatching the game, the biggest takeaway was that it still wasn't our A game. Looking ahead, how would you power rank our remaining Power Five opponents after Week One? And Week One's always is, is always hard, right? I mean, Florida's in trouble. Yeah, I think they, that's not even a real good Utah team either, and I like that Utah. And that was their program. backup quarterback. Man, they had eight guys missing. Man, one of my buddies who's a Gator fan. I mean, his family's had tickets for forty years, and I mean, the it's low doesn't even begin to uh, the despair is unbelievable. I Most mean, of the time, fans, uh, the two fan bases, you know, Florida State fans, Florida fans, kind of compare and contrast where they are based on where the other is. Oh, and that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's why it was so bad. When during Willie, the end of Bounds yeah. time, no, during the yeah. end of Bounds time, when you got Urban oh, and taking that a team, knee at halftime yes. and doing, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, they were the best team in the country, yeah. and you were going six and six yeah. every year. If they're now, just eight and four, it's not yeah. you can more tolerable. You live with it, yeah. Yeah, yeah but part of being down and being able to handle that and stomach it is that Miami wasn't any good while we were down. You know, kind of like yeah. okay, well, they suck too. You know, <laughs> but, but but yeah, but it hurts if one of your rivals is ascending right before your eyes and it's climbing, overwhelmingly evident. I love because I, I have some friends and I'm. I'm like, oh, what do you think? Good weekend of college football, guys. And they're, you know, I'm being an ass. And they're right. like, they're like, it's week one. I'm like, you know what time it is. You know what time <laughs> it is, guys. It, you saw it. It hurts. Just go ahead and say it. Yeah. Your man's not gaining any traction right now down in Gainesville. So that recruiting class is going to go to hell in a handbasket yeah. real quick. Whew. That's another saying. Hell in a handbasket. I wonder if Katie came up with that one <laughs> when she was barring the door. <laughs> hell in a handbasket. What does that even mean? It's probably some, from some poem. And so it's just, I mean, yeah, it's a beautiful thing when it happens. And it, Typically does kind of happen that way, right? Somebody else in the state, one of the power programs is down, 
and you're able to reap the benefit right. if you're operating to peak efficiency. So now they seem to be – Yeah, man, and Florida State, that 2024 recruiting class, which is already – I mean, they're, they're top five in the in the recruiting rankings. They don't have a ton of spots left. I mean, they've only got maybe like four, five, six spots left, whatever it is. And But there's a couple play, kids that are committed to Florida or considering mm-hmm. Florida, Florida, that Florida State now may be able to pick up, especially if they have a huge season – and Florida doesn't, and and I mean, man, just the the comments. Florida State, you can't pay for the publicity they're getting on social media from right. their from their committed players. You got Charles Lester and KJ Bolden and these five star guys doing all these tweets about why would you want to go anywhere well, else? And also, you've got Jalen Ramsey and oh, Jameis yeah. Winston yeah. and like Dalvin and the guys that are in the league that these guys still look up to that are all in on this yeah. Florida State team. Now, it took beating the crap out of LSU or a ten win season last last year. But you, you think about where this – again, I, I can't get over the fact that it was less than two years ago. We were going into this week was Jacksonville State. Yeah. was 24 months ago. Yeah. And now we're talking about the number five team in the country. I didn't know if this was ever going to happen again while we did this show. I thought it would. There was potential, but you didn't know. Jacksonville State was as low as you could go. Actually, the first half against Louisville two weeks later was about as low as you could go when you're down 31-7 to to a not very good Louisville team. But – in that short amount of time to now be talking about the number five team in the country, it's just it's uh I, I wanna I wanna enjoy it more than I did in twelve and thirteen after the law because we went we were we were down further as a show in eighteen and nineteen and twenty. We had to live through worse than yeah, we what did. What the hell were we talking? I need to go back and listen to those shows. But uh, we exactly we, right. We, like we what really, could we have said? We didn't really answer Robert's question though, like so ranking the power five opponents. I mean, I think I mean, I still think Clemson's probably still number one, right? I mean, that's still – I mean, I, I don't know. Because it's a road it's hard game. To, it's also it's hard, hard to, to say after to week one. one. Yeah. I, I would say this. Pitt's, I, Pitt's up there. That was Pitt, going to be a good Pitt's game. a good team. Duke. Duke's here. You ought to win the game. Uh, I, I still think that even though Florida State will win the game, I think Miami's in for a good year. I think they're going to play well. Their their offensive line, I think, is, is legit. That's, this that's, week will be so this week will be a good test for them too. Both those sure. teams yeah. are tested this When's weekend. That game is that an afternoon game? Do you know? I'm All I know is that it, yes, because we're going to be, be doing game. the pregame show. We're going to get the first half. So it's okay. uh, like a three. What time of the kickoff is Southern Miss's night? Eight thirty. Eight thirty. So night. It's almost midnight. Yeah. Night. So Tom and I were talking about the fact that we wanted to watch the culture clash that is Texas A and M rolling down to Miami. <laughs> Holy moly! Those fans. Can you and imagine yeah. those two fan bases? Yeah. That is I the wanna, greatest I social experiment of all time. If there's any way, like if we could come up with the money, or if John Ruiz, if he still got some money, he if, he's, if he's walking free, yeah. If he could come up with the money and and hire. The, the pep talk guys, the, whatever that is, the, the, the call, yeah, yeah. the singing yeah, yeah. guys, have them go like so go perform to like, somewhere in Miami. Like pork mm. and beans? Like, yeah, have them just like, just do like a No, a I want them in the parking lot outside the or game. Or there. That's, that's right not there. a bad that's that's, that's, There it is. Yes. I want them on Hard Rock doing their little stupid dancing, <laughs> slapping Smacking their own their ass and, and doing all that. Saying something. Yeah. That would be, I mean. Yicking it up, yeah. Oh, that that would be that would be I'm incredible. I'm telling you, this is, this is it. It's all time great. Yeah. That would be like the scene in Revenge of the Nerds when the football team comes up at the end and all the other yes. lambda 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 guys are waiting for him that's exactly what that would look like hey, guys yeah. that's a 40 year old movie reference no, but if you get it, it if you get, it, get it, it it works 
<laughs> yeah, so we answered the question, I guess. I, I don't. I, week one, it's awfully difficult. Uh, Tanner Bethune's hit on Daniels gave me old, similar defense vibes. Yeah. It was like making a statement that this defense is going to come to play and play hard. Yeah, you, Mark, I love it, but I got to tell you, I don't think too many people are going to be silly enough to just what decide. Was he doing? No, what is he doing? He wasn't even jumping he, for a first down. You're just down. begging to get drilled. It wasn't second and one or yeah. fourth and one. It was first and ten, I think, and he just jumped into the line. Asking to get pulverized. Like he thought he was going to pick him up like in Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Like, just hold him <laughs> just hold and spin. up and they yeah, start playing yeah. the song. I've had the time of my life. That was yeah. another uh, so, mid-80s reference. Yeah. I'm good for Tatum it. Bethune, though. And that was a great hit. But also, like... And it was a great tackle on fourth down. He had to essentially yeah. seal the deal, Really too. quickly, though. I, I want to ask yeah. you this before we... Time's up in the hour. What did that official have to say to him? What is he so scared about? Why did he clutch his pearls and come racing in to yell at Tatum Bethune? It's nonsense. And get a hold of yourself. It's football. It was was almost like they thought this was like the Darnell Dockett Florida State team or something. Like that he was like they, they had a reputation of like hurting people. The way they called that whole first half it was, was crazy. Bizarre. Like I think they were really afraid that the the tensions were high yeah. and the game could get out of hand. So when in doubt early. They threw. I mean, and if they're on, Big man. Twelve refs, how many hits are they seeing? Not me. Yeah, that's right. Not me. They're but, not used to that kind of stuff. There. But that was strange to me. Like he came racing in there as if he was offended by the hit himself. Yeah, personally. It, it, hey, settle down there. We yeah, don't do whoa, all that whoa, on a football that wasn't field. Necessary. And it's the quarterback jump. The quarterback <laughs> yeah. that, by the way, ran for seventy something yards was their only running threat. You picked up and body slammed him, and you're getting all. It wasn't nearly as vicious, or it was as vicious. It was an incredible hit. But what Perkins did to Toa Feely oh, at yeah. the one, why didn't he rush after yeah. Perkins? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. He threw him down like a child. Yeah. I mean, he did. And that was yeah. a great play by Toa Feely. But yeah, Perkins, yeah, man. He's a strong dude. Yeah, and he fast. He kind of launched him. And yeah. <laughs> the they've, done, they've, they've done a good job of neutralizing him. They did. They did a really good job of neutralizing Perkins. The LSU well, coaches did, I think. Yeah, thought. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, LSU State coaches. did a good job, too. But LSU certainly has. It, it, that reeks of a situation where – You've promised this kid you're going to exactly. prepare him for the NFL. Thank you. That's what I yeah. thought. But that's not helping you win this football game. Man. At halftime, they should have changed that up. I would have been like, look, hey, man, I know what you want to do, yeah. but we're trying we'll to win work a football on that later game. This yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to win a football game yeah. out here. We need you coming off the edge and getting pressure on the pass. Like, like you did to terrorize SEC <laughs> opponents all of last year once we figured out who you were. Yeah. It was weird to me. I, I just, that, yeah, there's a lot. LSU fans are accounting for today. Oh, man. Uh, they cannot be happy. I mean, year two, you're supposed to take a huge leap forward. Now, I want to credit Florida State for doing that to LSU, but, man, some of the decisions mm-hmm. that LSU made going into this game, it's it, very surprising. I, and, again, I think that they probably thought they'd have more success running the ball traditionally. That's right. that's a pretty good offensive line. I want to give Florida State's defensive line more credit than, that's than to I, rip LSU. That's, that's what, that's what I'm really curious line. about. Yeah, some people thought that might have been like the third best offensive line in the SEC. And if Florida State did that to them when they yeah. tried to run the football, that could – Those two tackles are going to the league, first yeah. of all. I mean, the one kid who was oh, a freshman yeah, last sure. year, Campbell, and yeah. is, he's a really good player. Yeah. Um, and he did about as well as anybody's ever going to do against Verse. And they had that Miles Frazier kid that Florida State yeah. really wanted badly. He's a good player too. And yeah. Uh, yeah, they just they when you think about the sack yardage and then the the way they couldn't run the ball at all. That was the defensive line, man. They and like what was cool is they rotated so many guys. Like Malcolm Ray had the second most reps of anybody yeah. on the D line. I think it was Verse. And then him. I think he had more than Fisk. Or maybe it was Verse, Fisk, and then Malcolm Fisk Ray. Fisk only had like 33 yeah. or something. And Malcolm Ray had 20. But they rotate a lot, which is a good thing. They they, well, they yeah, have guys a, they can play. It's a long year. 
the ability to rotate and not see a significant yeah. drop yes. off. No, those guys the, made play. Briggs made plays. Yeah. He did. Briggs, Edmund Briggs, made a play. You know, Edmund got pressure a couple times and also made that uh, the stop uh, like a weird. I don't, know what, I don't know what they were doing on the right side with that play. Uh, he did set the edge, but the kid ran. I mean, I, somebody there was a mistake there. I mean, I want to give Gilbert right credit, but I mean, I mean, the dude ran right to him. He just slammed him down. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, what? Well, that can't be the scheme. I mean, I think you got somebody's got to do something. Be on his back or something. I don't know what they thought they were going to do there. Hour number two, forthcoming. We'll get to your headliner questions momentarily. Hang in there, everybody.